0: if you struggle because it seems everyone around you has more than you do you may have a very hard time feeling gratitude for what you do have today's topic is stop being ungrateful i know i know it sounds easy it's not you know that i know that we're at the end of the list of 30 things to stop doing to yourself and we're going to talk about this whole idea of being ungrateful and maybe even more importantly Focusing on the positive, how to be grateful. But first, we'll dig into why we tend to be ungrateful, myself included. So we'll work on this all together. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance, gratitude, and love. If this describes you, join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. Well, why don't we start with some gratitude of my own. You, and in particular, those of you who have left a rating or review in iTunes, make my day. You change things for me dramatically. When I get into iTunes and I see there's a new review and I hold my breath for a moment and then, oh, it's it's a good review. Okay. So I think I've got 66 reviews now and they're all positive. I got one one star. They didn't say why, but okay. That's all right. Not for them. It's not for everybody, but uh, so grateful. I want to thank, and I don't know how to say your name. It's C H I S I Chissy. I am what, and this is what Chissy writes I am what you might call a self described scatterbrain. This podcast has helped me immensely, and I'm only on episode six. Woohoo, you've got like 90 more to go. I look forward to listening to it every morning, and I take each step one day at a time. Thank you for your work and dedication to helping others. Well, you are welcome. Thank you for taking the time to write a review like that. That's fantastic, and you really are the reason that I'm still here doing this. These reviews are payment to me, really, in, in one form. It's, it's fantastic, so thank you so much. The other one is Kyle Staff, and I don't know if you're still listening. Hopefully you are. Kyle Staff writes, A great positive voice to hear in the day. Encouraging, calming, and thought-provoking Thank you for your hard work. Again, thank you for taking the time to go and provide a review. I really do appreciate it. And listen, this is this is my thing. I, I don't know if you ever read the book on the five love languages, but knowing that I helped you is my love language. You know, I, don't, I don't remember all the five of them, but that just knowing that I helped you is my payment. So thank you so much. I'm going to dig into this, but if you want to share why you enjoy this show and encourage me because I thrive on it, do it right now by going to pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. What will happen when you do that, it will open up the iTunes window and and the iTunes app if you have it installed on your computer, pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. If you have a business, a blog, maybe even a podcast of your own, mention it in your review. I'll be sure to share it on the air when I thank you. So thank you in advance for doing that. I hope you will. It does a lot. iTunes looks at that and says, man, if a lot of people are reviewing it, let's move this one up a little bit higher. So if you think this show is good for you, it'll be good for others. Review it and more people will see it. So thank you so very much. Well, let's dig into this whole why are we ungrateful thing. We tend to compare everyone else's, and I don't know who coined this phrase, but we tend to compare everyone else's highlight reel to our behind-the-scenes footage. And I don't know where I first heard that, who coined that phrase, but uh, I think it's so spot-on, especially with social media. This is exactly what happens. Everybody posts their highlight reel. Look what we did this weekend. Oh, They don't show you them folding the laundry. They don't show you you scrubbing the floor. They don't show you struggling with your partner trying to figure out the finances, how you're going to make the budget work. They just say, look, we went to the beach, had a great time as a family. And you think, oh, all we did was argue about the taxes being due. And you start thinking, man, my life's horrible. And then your gratitude level plummets. So don't compare your behind-the-scenes footage with somebody else's highlight reel. The other thing we tend to do is we see... Well, we, I guess the same kind of thing. We see the highlight reel because we, we see what somebody else has parked in their garage. Maybe they got that new boat they parked on the side of the house. And you're thinking, man, my car barely runs. Piece of junk. I'm supposed to be grateful for that? My neighbors got a new car and now a boat on the side of his house. That can ruin your gratitude. Even something as small as being in the grocery store as you're struggling to try to make the food budget work, and then you look at the person in front of you, and they've got a couple bottles of wine and some steaks, and you're like, I'm sticking to chicken thighs, and ask me how I know. Um, (laughs) Seriously, I I get this. This is is a reality for a lot of people. And they've got some steaks and maybe a prime rib roast and some dessert. And and you're just trying to make it work with the generic cereal. And you start to lose the gratitude for the fact that, you know what, we do have great food available to us without having to go out and find it and hunt it down or even raise it ourselves. We don't have to do that, although that, that can be fun and that can be something that's very rewarding. We lose that gratitude because we see what somebody else has. That's such a big thing. This, this is big in this topic here, is looking at what others have and comparing it to what we have. And see, in our world, in the Western world, and maybe you're listening to this somewhere in a third-world country, and I, I, that's great, but in, in the Western world, our poverty is different than poverty in Africa. Our poverty is different than poverty in Central and South America. It's very, very different. Our poverty is still, you still have cable. You've still got a cell phone. You may not have the latest iPhone but you got a cell phone. It's not the same kind of poverty. So for us, we, we tend to just compare ourselves to those who have more. And it starts when we're young. Even in grade school, I know, with my kids, when you come back after winter break and you're going to school and, and your your Christmas presents, you're comparing lists because you you were really hoping to get all the latest, coolest stuff, and one of your friends did. And you didn't. You kind of got... A third of what you were hoping to get. And instead of being grateful for that third that you got, you start thinking, Well, oh, dumb, I didn't get any. I'm I'm embarrassed to tell my friends what I got. Maybe even when it's back to school time and you've got some friends, oh my goodness, I don't know what it is at my daughter's school. Nobody has a backpack. It's all about and listen, it's not an affluent area, it's but it's all about the Michael Kors bag. You don't do backpacks anymore. It's Michael Kors bags now. 300, 400. $300 Michael Kors bags. And if you go to school with a brand new Jansport or whatever the best backpack is, you feel horrible because you don't have that MK logo on the side of your bag. And that's what happens to us in this affluent society that we live in. I see this with my older kids too. They compare themselves as they're venturing off into life and trying to pay rent and pay for bills and stuff, they compare themselves to their parents, to me and my wife, and they start thinking, well, we should be able to go out to eat or we should be able to have a vacation or we should have a new car. And so many young people are going into so much debt because they want a new car and a big vacation and a new 60-inch LED TV, 4K, whatever. I don't, I don't even know what the latest 4K, I think, is the biggest thing. So, so that's, that's what happens, and you go into debt. And if you don't have that, you start feeling ungrateful. You have your TV, even though it's a little 21-inch flat screen, maybe it's a regular tube TV, it's plugged into a cable box that gets you information from around the world, not to mention the fact that you probably have a phone or a tablet or a laptop or a computer or something that can give you information, what we have today with Netflix. But... We don't appreciate it, so we're ungrateful because of that. So I kind of wanted to explore a little bit why why we feel this way. And it's big in the Western world. We're always looking for more, and we want it sooner than we had it last time. And this is the big push. Now, it's great because technology, this pushes our, our advancement and as we develop more. A lot of it's consumerism that pushes it, which I don't know if it's a good thing. But creativity tends to tends to push forward. The more we have, the more creative we can become. I mean, there's there's two sides to that coin. I'm not just going to say that's great news. The problem is this privilege we have does make us less grateful. And to see how that works or to get a good example of that, I don't know if you live in an area where there's a lot of immigrants. I'm in South Florida, and there's a lot of immigrants from Central and South America, from the Caribbean islands, from the Dominican, from Haiti even, and where there's places, in Haiti in particular, severe poverty. And when when first generation comes to America, they are incredibly grateful for what they have here in America. But when you start getting into second and third generation, there's less and less gratitude. The only point of reference we have as third, fourth, fifth generation Americans or citizens of the Western world, I know a lot of you are listening in Australia or in Europe somewhere, but the only reference point that we have is yesterday. And if things aren't dramatically better than they were yesterday, then we gripe about it. When you look at the first-generation Americans or first-generation Westerners, their point of reference is usually what they were living in before. And if you come from Haiti or you come from Africa or Central South America, oftentimes that's severe, real poverty. And so the gratitude is tremendous. But the flaw is then there's this desire to provide for our kids all the things we didn't have, and then they have this abundance, and abundance always leads, almost always, I should say, unless you're conscious of it, leads to this lack of gratitude. So how do you deal with this? What do you do? First thing is you can't force someone to be grateful. You really can't. If you have kids and they're not grateful, I guess one of the best things you can do is give them a a global experience, and I know that's very expensive but an understanding of how people live in other parts of the world is tremendous, and that will give them some gratitude. But for the most part, you can't force it on people. But you, listening to the Metal Master Moment, you're listening to this show, I know you are very conscious of where you are in life. You want to have the best life possible, so you're making a decision intentionally to be more grateful. So here's how you do that. Again, let me reiterate. I can't give you the desire to be more grateful, but if you have it, Here's what you do, okay? Focus on the moment that's right in front of you. I mean, right now. Even if you've just lost your job, search for something which will make you grateful right now. And I'm just going to throw out some ideas, this is off the top of my head. Maybe you can be grateful for the fact that you have some new experiences now that you can market. Maybe you can be grateful for the fact that now you can maybe change career paths. Maybe you can go back to school and finish. You've got all these opportunities. So yes, there's bad things that maybe are happening to you, but in this moment right now, figure out what you can be grateful for. And this is a pattern. You're gonna notice this if, well, if you're up to episode 98 now, then you, you're gonna notice that there's a pattern to happiness. And that pattern is living in the moment living in this very moment right now. And you hear it as I talk about each topic. It just keeps coming up. If you always look for something to be grateful for in this moment and now in this moment, and maybe it's not that close together, but imagine if every moment throughout your day you're conscious of and you're intentional about seeking something to be grateful for. Imagine your day. Imagine what your week will feel like. Imagine what your month or your year, you'll look back on this year. If you go a whole year of doing that, you'll look back on this year and go, it was the greatest year ever. It'll be the same thing that happened the previous year and the previous year and the previous year, but you were intentional about focusing in the moment on what you're grateful for. Eventually, you will feel that your entire life has been tremendous, and you'll be filled with thoughts of gratitude. There's another thing we can do. Stop being so rigid, especially with our expectations. Life has no promises in it. Yes, I will always tell you to expect and hope for the best, but be content with what you have right now. And let me caution you, that word contentment, I used to mistake it for settling. It's not about settling. It's about again, again, being in the moment and understanding that where I am right now is great, and I can find things to be grateful for in this moment. Be content and realize that life has no promises. Expect the best. Set aside your ego. And by ego, I don't mean, well, a lot of times when people hear me say ego, they think uh, I'm not talking about them because they don't bump their chest and say, Whoa, look at me, I'm the best, rah, greatest. No, ego is that external feel good, kind of here on earth kind of feel good, not in your mind, not in, not in the heavens above in your brain, not in that area. I'm talking about the feel good kind of ego thing. So set aside your ego, set aside your competitiveness, create from where you are right now. So take where you are, where you're content and create from this point. Don't compete for where someone else might be. And that's where we lose gratitude. We're looking at where somebody else is and we feel like we're falling behind and then we are no longer grateful for what we have. Take where you are. You're the benchmark, your current situation and create, don't compete, create from there forward. All right. Hope this helps you today in being grateful. I want to give you a little thing that you can do today. Matter of fact, here's what I want you to do. Start that gratitude journal I suggested in yesterday's show. I mentioned it during yesterday's show. I actually have mine right in front of me. Look, hear that? That's the pages of it. And I wrote in my journal last night three things I was grateful for. And I'm going to read these to you. They're really, really short, okay? But I want to read them to you so you, you don't feel like this gratitude journal is a big, giant task that you've got to get prepped for. Now, I, I stumbled across this journal, okay? I, st- I was just walking through the store, and I found it's five bucks. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to use that for a journal, if you have to, write it down on a napkin. Write it on anything. Tweet it if you want to, what you're grateful for today before you go to bed. I know I want you to write it out physically with handwriting. That's what I did, um, and I think that's best for you with your mind. But um, if you have to, tweet it out. Just baby steps. You'll have to do everything. Start in the right direction. Get that inertia moving get things going in the right direction. So let me just read these to you before we wrap this up. I wrote down, I'm grateful I got to sit and talk with my friend Steve today. I hadn't seen him in a while. And so I just wrote that down. I hadn't seen him in a while and he was near the office and he said, hey, can I come in and say hi? Are you there? I said, yeah, sure. Come on in. So we got to talk. I got to see the fact that he's now a foster parent for a couple of twins and just, just really great. The other thing I wrote was I was grateful for the photos I got from my friend Mike. We went out and did a photo session and it, it was really, really great. If you go to my Facebook page, com slash pdesmondadams, you'll see some of the photos he took. He just did a great job, so I was very grateful for that, and I was grateful for how my podcast cover art turned out. I redesigned the cover art for this podcast. You may have noticed it already, but I was so grateful for that, because I'm not really a graphic designer, but I was like, oh, this turned out cool. All right, so see, it's easy. It doesn't have to be something enormous. Just sit down, write down three things for which you're grateful for today. Do it tonight if you have to. Do it right now if you, if it's best for you right now. Do it. If you do tweet it out, I'd love it if you mentioned to me on Twitter. It's at P Desmond Adams, and just mention me in your tweet so I get to see what it is. Okay, got to keep this under twenty minutes. I'm good. I hope that helps you. And I hope you stick around because we've got great things coming up on episode 100, a big announcement, and we're going to kind of do some things a little bit different. All right. Thank you so much. And maybe this is one of those cases where you really are going to reach beyond your grasp.